Welcome to Call Jeshurun, a podcast from Congregation B'nai Jeshurun, a vibrant and flourishing Reformed Jewish community in Short Hills, New Jersey. Welcome. I am Rabbi Matthew Gewertz. Call Jeshurun is where you can come to engage with teachings of relevant wisdom and music. You will hear from our clergy, staff, and guest speakers who will help bring meaning into a world that so badly needs it. If you would like to learn more about our congregation, please visit us at tbj.org. Dear God, we pray that in your light, we will see light. Your light kindles memory of a year that we want to forget but we have no choice but to remember. Tonight, a year ago, for the first time, we led to an empty sanctuary, but not to an empty community. We were to find out after that not scores, not hundreds, but thousands. Thousands joined us for a piece of vocabulary we had never utilized before. Virtually, you prayed with us virtually. You joined us because we were collectively frightened. A disease was invading our shores. A sense of randomness washed upon our collective spirit. We didn't understand how life could change within what felt like a millisecond. We were told, simply, that we would die if we didn't stay inside. We were instructed to ensure that we had enough soap and sanitizer, toilet paper and masks, and yet we were warned, begged, implored not to hoard. Schools were shuttered. The NBA stopped. Tom Hanks announced that he was infected in Australia. The simple fabric, the simple societal aspects that marked our days were pulled out from under our feet. We were isolated and anxious and depressed. We wondered, we worried, we cried. How were we expected not to touch? and not to feel, not to embrace. Where was this invisible disease going to manifest? Our breath. What would happen if we could no longer breathe? We were told two weeks, we were told a month and then two, and then time just simply conflated. Days ran into weeks, which ran into months, until, frankly, we forgot what life used to be like before. And now, it is a year. A year in which we have become so accustomed to crisis, to randomness, to anxiety, that the normalcy to which we return will actually feel alien for a while. We lost so much. We stepped up so much. We discovered that some of our neighbors risked their lives to become our heroes, and we thank you, and you will forever be in our debt. 
We found meaning in the daily fabric of existence. We reached out. We learned technology. We made deeper connection counterintuitively without physical touch. We remade ourselves in a deeper, perhaps more meaningful nature than we ever could have imagined. We stopped running so much and paid attention to that which has always counted the most. We mourned and we celebrated in isolation, but we refused to be communally disconnected. We were separate, but we were one. It was so dark, but we made sure to kindle light. And so tonight, we lead still to an empty sanctuary with words and music and prayer which we hope will pay honor, pay homage, pay memory and love and hope. Our team of prayer leaders are safely spread out, but together, together in our message of love to you, we are leading to an empty sanctuary, but to a community that is full to a community that I believe is actually stronger than ever before. Tonight, the service, the service will be our sermon. The service will be our message with each of us offering words and song that we really hope, that we pray, will encapsulate and commemorate and mark a year that we indeed might want to forget but we have an obligation to remember. Your God in your light, in your light, may all of us indeed find light.
Before COVID, there was a rhythm to our days, a structure to our lives. We had obligations, commitments, relationships, and routines. There were tent poles that helped us mark time and kept us above water. And then one day, everything was turned upside down. Our homes became our offices, our kitchen tables became our classrooms, and our sacred spaces, once humming with the pulse of community, became blaringly quiet. Days rolled into nights, the hands on the clock kept turning, but the scenery of our lives remained stagnant. For many of us, this left us feeling alone in ways we could never have anticipated. Whether we found ourselves literally alone in our homes or surrounded by the chaos of togetherness without pause. Slowly but surely, however, we began to build new routines, a new normal and way of being. We were forced to reimagine what made our lives feel full and were forced to let go of parts of our lives and ourselves that we couldn't have ever dreamed. It's profoundly human to feel reliant on the consistency of time. Our liturgy carves out space in both the evening and the morning services to thank God for the pattern of the sun rising in the morning and setting in the evening. We know that no matter what else happens during our week, whether we can gather in person or not, Shabbat will always arrive on Friday evening and the new week will always begin when the sun sets on Saturday and we see those three stars in the sky. So as we stand here on this somber anniversary, we offer thanks to the creator of light and dark, the maker of day and night, the one who imbues us with the power and creativity to reimagine routines that punctuate our lives and bring meaning to our days. If we have learned nothing else throughout all of this, perhaps we can hold on to the lesson that with or without physical space, with or without physical company, time marches on and the rituals and traditions and the people with whom we mark them will always be there to support us. So we say together, Baruch Ata Adonai, Hama'ariv Aravim, and Yotzer Hameorot. Blessed are you, Adonai, the one who brings on the evening, but who always meets us in the morning once again with the promise of light.
Our tradition teaches the Mecha Mocha is the song that the Israelites sang after emerging safely from the sea. It begins with the somewhat rhetorical question, who is like you, O God, awesome and holy, working miracles and doing wonders? It's a declaration of praise, thanking God for bringing us to this point, showing our gratitude to God for standing with us through the waves of emotion and the sea of unknown, for guiding us through our journey from the darkness of bondage to the light of freedom. We have surely experienced those clashing waves of emotion and that deep sea of unknown during this past year, searching for that feeling of redemption that the Israelites felt as they were brought to the dry land of freedom. As we look back on what carried us through these days, we ask, what was our redemption as we experienced month after month and now a year of loss? In part, I would say that a sense of gratitude is what saved so many of us during the toughest of moments. It served as a reframe, a way to shift our narrative from one that focuses just on our losses to one that also acknowledges our gains. Gratitude reminds us of the light that peered through on those darkest of days. As we mourn the losses of our celebrations, we're grateful for the time spent with the immediate family. As we stayed socially distant, we are grateful for the gifts of technology that allow us to remain connected. As we lost the routines of our days, we are grateful for the opportunity to slow down and experience a different pace of life. As we prayed day after day for healing, we are grateful for the healthcare and frontline workers and heroes that fight to keep us safe each day. As we yearn to get out and about and see some semblance of normalcy, we are grateful for the science and scientists that brought a vaccine to fruition safely and quickly. And as we grieve the loss of way too many lives, we are grateful for the strength of community that continued to stand by our sides. May our sense of gratitude continue to be a guiding light and a source of redemption for us all.
An anonymous poet wrote, I've learned a whole lot more about the light by being open to the darkness. What I realize is that if we are to heal darkness, we must acknowledge and accept that darkness is a teacher of the light. Last spring, each night, as the sun quietly set, thousands of us, millions even all over our country, leaned out our windows, cheering and clapping, showing our support for those who healed us, those who bravely walked toward the virus instead of running away from it. To all of you, we thank you for the light that you have illuminated, you have brought in in the millions of ways we will never know and we will never be able to thank you for. But be assured that your light is what helped us move forward even when the darkness seemed overwhelming.
The Yisker candle is the quintessential symbol of memory. Lit in the Shiva home on a yard site, the anniversary of death, and four times throughout the Jewish year, when we kindle, rekindle the light of memory. On this year commemoration, we light this Yisker candle. It shines next to our Shabbat candles. It shines in the glow of our eternal flame. This is the light of memory, the symbol of our enduring and unending connection to the light. Indeed, the psalmist wrote, in your light, O God, we see light. But as we light this candle, it is not only the light of hope, of gratitude, of healing, finding the light in the loss of routine. This is the painful light as we acknowledge the unfathomable loss of life this year. The light of their lives will never be extinguished and it will forever illuminate our world. An age-old familiar tune. The melody itself brings so many to vivid places of prayer, synagogue, and family. The tune brings us home, and perhaps tonight its words mean more than we realize. Aleinu l'shabeach. Let us praise you, our ever-living God, because you have taught us that no matter how bad it has been, redemption is always possible. Hope beckons at our doors. As the sun rises each day, we intrinsically connected to the cycle of nature will also rise up from despair. Yes, despite it all, we acknowledge the blessings around us. We open our eyes wider to the meaning we have created during this past year, the understanding of the indispensability of mutual interdependence. We make ourselves aware of our ability to rebound when we think we can't get up. As our bodies regenerate from injury and illness, our souls renew as well. So let us stop to actually congratulate ourselves. Our heads said no, but our hearts fought back and said yes. It turns out that we have been pretty darn tenacious, pretty gritty, pretty resilient. As the light comes, we have and we will overcome. We do, dear God, we bow down to you like we never have before. 
We bow down in thanksgiving as we acknowledge the loss, we have to double down in our thanks that we are here, that we are still here. We bow down because we can breathe. We bow down because we can feel and walk and, yes, cry. We bow down because we don't take for granted that we can see that we can hear, that we can move, that the pipes of our bodies can still flow. We are a people of hope, not of haughtiness. We are a people who believe in a better tomorrow. We are a people who believe that no matter what, we will get up and we will rise again. We are a people who have walked through the worst of times and somehow, always, created anew. We are fighters. We are lovers of life and of people. We believe in the best of humanity and act as if we do, even when the world tells us that we shouldn't. We don't believe in the word can't. We believe in the word do. We are turning the corner. We see glimpses of life we're going to be able to go out and live all the things we have missed. It's right there. We can taste it and touch it and feel it. We have created a new normal with which we are about to engage. We just cannot forget to take the lessons we have so carefully and so painfully learned. There are so many. And my dear and good people, there are many that will change the course of our lives for the better forever. We are a people who have seen darkness, but always, always know how to create and find light. But orcha near a or, indeed, dear God, in your light, may we see, may we bring, may we manifest light in a world that has been so, so dark. Dear God, to light and l'chaim, to life. Thank you for listening to this edition of Call Jeshurun. If you would like to learn more, visit our website at tbj.org and follow us on social media for updates on all our upcoming opportunities for engagement. We really hope to see you soon.